0: Welcome back to what do they know podcast today the guys discuss their thoughts on the increase in nfl games being played in europe and recap more top stories from week nine the season is officially half over and the guys decide to redo their playoff predictions based on what they've seen so far this season but hey what do they know what do they know well we are about to find out what is going on everybody this is the what do they know podcast it is week nine Nick and Jeff here with you as always, breaking down everything that we saw this week. Um, good week. We got a fun show for you. We're going to kind of shake things up a bit um, from what we from what we normally do. But right, um, lots of good stuff to break down. We actually got a question sent in um, this week. oh. So we are gonna we are gonna start with that. So thank you for um, the participation. And I'll basically just read the question. Um, you know, it says, "Hey guys, what are your thoughts on these games being played in Europe?" Um, major loss of revenue for cities that should be hosting these games, not a right. fan. Right. Um, so that's one person's perspective. Um, I, I'll, I'll go first. Okay. Um, if that's cool. I, yeah. I, I'm kind of indifferent on them. Um. I, but I, what I will say is that if you are going to see, I'm kind of gonna, I'm going to kind of talk out both sides of my mouth right now. <laughs> right. Cause my first instinct was like, okay, if you're going to do this and you want it to become like a global thing, mm-hmm. then make it, really really good matchups right like the chiefs and the dolphins this morning but then my second instinct was like well don't don't deprive those fans of of those good matchups like we want those here and we want those like you know in our own stadiums with our own fans so Mm -hmm. i think you know you're kind of robbing peter to pay paul um you know which which one do you want more right um i i i I just, I mean, selfishly, I don't like the time change. I don't like that the games are on at 930 mm-hmm. um, selfishly because they're inconvenient for me. Right. Um, so that's completely selfish as to why I don't like them. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's for, for me, that's, that's, that's what it boils down to. Right. I, I, I am not home and available. Like I didn't get to see the game today, the Chiefs and Dolphins, you know, um, it was hyped up as like the game of the year. It didn't, I didn't end up turning out to be that. I mean, it was still a good game, mm-hmm. but it wasn't what ever, everybody expected. Right. Um, and so I, you know, for me, I'm not about it. Um, and I will say yeah. I draw the line on on, you know, putting an NFL team over there. Mm-hmm. I think that's nonsense. No, okay. I think that that's like, I think that's where we're trending between think- the, the games in Mexico City, the games in Germany, the three or four games they do in your Euro- in London now. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it's trending. And that's where I say like, uh, no, go like, I'm not I'm not for that.
1: Right? Yeah. I mean, you have to I guess, look at what the NFL is trying to do and trying to make this outreach to a global standpoint. They see the NBA, especially with Yao Ming type of thing, yep. where it took over China and they see all that revenue that's not being, I guess, tapped into uh, overseas, um, that they're trying to exploit in some sort of uh, fashion. But the thing is, if these cities aren't going to have a team anyway, it, it kind of neglects the point and it's just puts these fans in limbo. It's not, it's not even being fair to the, to the fans overseas. So in london and frankfurt or in germany um in mexico city wherever you you decide to play these games i don't think it's 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 fair to these fans either because they they you get a random game um or two or three every year and it's might not even be the team that they they want to root for right obviously during the london games and probably during the germany games um you have Uh, fans wearing all sorts of jerseys jerseys of of teams that aren't even playing on the field right now so obviously they're showing their support but at the same time how can you how can you as like a league try to create um i guess excitement over over a product that you don't know how it's going to turn out and obviously these fans maybe it's not even (laughs) the team they want to see all right you don't see too many i guess i'll shift it over to soccer you don't see too many fans of of some other team going to a soccer match that doesn't include their team it just doesn't happen over there so th- that's probably why they, they show out just to see the game and just to show uh, the support and try to i guess convince the nfl that, yep. that they want a team but just travel wise doesn't work uh, mexico city is probably the closest thing to working but at the same time you, you probably don't want that problem especially especially with mexico city um like I, I understand why the NFL wants to do it, but I just don't see the overall positive impact it's going to leave. I, I think it's just being more uh, detrimental to, to the fans. And pro- it's probably also why they went to a 17-game season, so they could um, take advantage of these overseas games w- without taking away these home games that uh, these fan bases are losing with, with the overseas games. But at the same time, um, with an extra game, you have – added cost of injury which might <laughs> ruin could you imagine if one of these players gets injured overseas and all of a sudden you, they're well, not
0: even there Matt Milano Yep exactly Buff- Matt Milano and Buffalo There there were people there were players that came back from from the Wembley Stadium in London and mm-hmm. basically said it felt like they're playing on cement Right like right. concrete yep yep
1: <laughs> Exactly and then you got to look at the the i guess situation of the field uh, are, are they up to the player standards obviously they're up to your standards but obviously that's not the same thing as the player standards Correct. which we discussed last week right with the whole uh grass versus turf thing so obviously it's it, it, it's a thing but honestly i'd probably for me personally i'd rather move away from it uh so because it, it's just it, it's just not gonna cement anything in my opinion it's not gonna put any fortifications or any any seedlings there for
0: in Europe. and and i really want to know and maybe this is out there already and i just don't know it but i really want to know like what goes into picking the teams mm-hmm. because i mean jacksonville's there every year right for for whatever reason and they were tw- they were there twice this year mm-hmm. um i mean thankfully they've had some good matchups this year i mean off the top of my head i can think of obviously chiefs dolphins um bills jags mm-hmm. um ravens titans was a decent matchup, right? Jags and Falcons was kind of a clunker, right? But then next week you have the the Patriots and the Colts, two losing records. Like you know, ten years ago that was a great game, <laughs> all right. But, but right PM. now, not so yeah. much. Yeah. And so, it's like, what goes into that? Like, and and is it like a rotation? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm curious about that. But I think overall, like from from what you're saying, it sounds like neither of us are really too keen on it. Right. We're not convinced of. I just think situation. it's unnecessary. Right. I think at the end of the day, like, I understand what they're trying to do, but I, I, I'm, I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, obviously, they, they have what the flag football thing they inputted into the yeah. Olympics in 28. Um, yep. obviously, they're going to have, obviously, with it being the Olympic, it's going to be a global competition. So, yep. uh, and I honestly, I'm not even a fan of that because I feel like if the USA just w- runs away with it, all of a sudden, what, what, what point is it for the other countries to like put any effort in it? Because NFL has what, 80 to 100 years of history in the NFL, and these other teams don't, don't really even have a team, right? Really? Or right. anything organized with this sort of stuff. So it, it just becomes it, I, <laughs> it becomes really USA favored. And, and I, I just don't see how it's going to be in, in the way that the NFL envisions it. how oh, it's going to keep global interest, right? Right. Yeah. If, if someone from overseas, like someone actually good, like starts enters the league and they create some sort of buzz that's one thing but i i just don't see it right now because obviously in china i think they have their own basketball league and stuff like that so at least Yao Ming came came from somewhere but it's just it, it, football is such a, such a thing where you have to be trained to do it rather than basketball is kind of like if you have the height and for right, it you right. can you can kind of build yourself around it right but football is just a different monster that i don't think these other countries are are,
0: are keen to uh following yep so that's oh, we got a deep opinion. shot here yep oh, overthrown complete. yep um all right so that was a great question great way to kick us off right. i, I unfortunately you know I, unfortunately i don't feel like it's going anywhere right you know Same. i mean i don't think the nfl cares what you and i say
1: um <laughs> what i, no, I, I well, believe no it or way. not
0: they must not listen to the, to <laughs> uh, the they'll what, get around the podcast yeah, well, yeah. they'll get around um but Always a great topic, nonetheless. So right. we thank you for the, the question, and, and everyone else, you know, feel free to send them in. Yeah, thank um, you. And so, you know, it gives us it gives us a good shakeup, something to talk about, something that we know that you guys mm-hmm. want to listen to, so we appreciate that. That's right. Um, so I'm going to kick off top stories this week, and I'm going to kind of just transition, you know, from what we just talked about, which was the game in Germany um, today, the Chiefs and the Dolphins and my, oh, Josh hey. Allen interception. Yep. Bengals get it on the 30-yard line, yep, 14-7 man. right now. Good old Josh, Not looking good always, for Buffalo. Right always now. good for a pick. Yep. Um, all right. So the, my, the the Dolphins and Chiefs game in Germany, mm-hmm. uh, big matchup. It was really the game of the year. A lot of people were saying mm-hmm. Chiefs ended up. You know, they they came out on fire. They were up twenty one nothing. Right. And then you know the Dolphins kind of climbed back in the second half, and and they the Chiefs ended up holding on twenty one fourteen. Now the quote the hot take prior to this week, right, was that the Dolphins were frauds right um and i don't know that you really had enough to substantiate that right i mean yeah they they you know again that's a hot take that's that's a right. sexy thing to say on the radio like it's going to get lots of clicks and lots of whatever mm-hmm. um but after this week now they didn't play horrible but right. again i'll throw out the stat to kind of sum it up right mm-hmm. um the dolphins are 6 and 3 okay. on the season yep they're 6 and 0 versus teams with losing records okay they score 39 points a game okay <laughs> they are zero three versus teams with winning records okay. and they place they score 17 points a game that's now i'll even sum it up it's a three difference. i'll even sum it up easier than that right teams with good defenses they don't score right like you think about their three losses the bills the prior to all the injuries right prior to when the bills like really had a a, a solid and they still do but Obviously, now they're this, depleted, yeah, but it's, not um, it's just is. not the same thing. Right. But the Bills, when they were at full strength, um, the Eagles, who have a phenomenal defense, mm-hmm. and the Chiefs, who who quietly, if you look at the statistics, they have a very good defense. Oh, yeah. Um, right. And so I, I think the Dolphins are... are. Do I think they're going to make the playoffs? Yes. Do I think that they're a good team? Yes. But I'm starting to kind of come around on the idea that they are not as good as their flashy numbers seem to to, to show
1: hmm yeah well in terms of the Dolphins obviously six and three winning record against the losing teams losing record winless against yeah the uh teams with the winning record obviously you, you can only play who's on your schedule table sure thing. Um, but you need to win the games you, you need to win the games so they're winning the games they're supposed to but obviously come playoff time those are all toss-ups and all of a sudden you're not playing games that you should win it's it's playing games that you're gonna have to find a way to win yep um so obviously it's rough to call them frauds because especially after that that, that 70 point burger that they put on on the Broncos any team that scores 70 is you, you just put in your mind like that's a legitimate threat right there that, and I can score with the best of them right and they can but at the same time I I think What you're seeing is, the like you said, these good defenses from these good teams, they know how to scheme around um, what the Dolphins want to do, um, and they have the personnel to do it. Obviously, with these bad teams, they don't have the personnel to keep up with with a lot of teams, let alone the Dolphins. So, obviously, the Dolphins have the talent, and it's just coming around to – I guess out scheming their. I don't want to say they're out coached because I like Mike McDaniels. Yeah. I, I like him a lot. It's just one of those things where it, maybe it is being just a little bit in more inexperienced. Um, obviously, Mike McDaniels is one of the youngest coaches in the league. Yeah. So it, you can't follow him for that. But at the same time, um, you're, he's going to have to make some adjustments uh, come January and come playoff team. Um, but yeah, it's, Dolphins as frauds is it's definitely a hot take. I, I probably wouldn't side with that just yet. Obviously, I, I sorry, from the start of the season, I've been teetering on them. But I, it's just one of those things where they are going to have to prove people uh, wrong one way or the other. Um, it's if You just got to hope if you're a Miami
0: Dolphins fan that you can prove that, that you're for real instead of the vice versa. And if you look at their schedule, right, if you look at the remaining schedule, mm-hmm. it, it, they're, they're going to win their fair share of games, right? Cause so right. after today, they got the Raiders. Okay. They got the Jets. Jets have a good defense. Right. Commanders, Titans, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. those should be wins. Right. Jets again, and then the last three games of the season is where it's really gonna like that's gonna make or break as far as where they finish. Mm-hmm. They are home to the Cowboys, at the Ravens, home to the Bills. Woo! Three playoff teams, Woo! three potential Super Bowl contending teams. So I feel like you know they'll they'll pack in probably three or four more wins right until they get to those final three games mm-hmm. and then where are you going to finish right? right um so that'll be that'll be interesting to see i mean if anything those last three games at least get some ready for playoff
1: football because i oh, feel no like doubt. all those teams no are going to be in the playoff race so they'll at least have some sort of uh, i guess entrance way to to the play uh, playoffs in january it's just going to be can they hang on to, to that uh if they're a wild card, if they don't win the division, can they hold on to that those lower seeds? Because the AFC is a really tight race, and I feel like there's a lot of teams there that um, can surprise people
0: with a bid for that six or seventh seed there. Yep. All right. So my second top story is the Baltimore Ravens. Um, you, you and I on this show have talked every single week about how we just are not impressed with them. And I think we just need to shut up. <laughs> the Ravens? Because yeah. they are now seven and two. Mm-hmm. um if you think about their last two or three games they've absolutely annihilated the lions who are in first place in the nfc north right and today they just spanked the seahawks right 38 to 3 i think it was 39 to 3 something like that yes yeah, who, who yeah. was in first place in the nfc west <laughs> right right so um they're not do- here's why i th- here's why i think i'm hung up on them they're not doing it in the ways they have in the past right, you're not seeing new. you're not seeing lamar jackson run all, and do all these spin moves and these jukes and these deep bombs it's not like that anymore no it's more and, and i think it's better honestly the more i think about it it's mm-hmm. a it's a balanced offense they mm-hmm. he can pass when he needs to He's he's got weapons outside and they have a killer run game it right. doesn't matter who's running the ball whether it's gus edwards whether it's what is his name about? justice hill justice hill thank you like they're yep. everybody they had another guy today who ran for over 130 yards who so i've never some, heard of yep, yep. Something, um, Mitchell or something yeah yeah um and so i think and and to, you know the 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 part of the ravens that doesn't get the storyline or i think it's it's going to start getting the storyline is their defense their defense is arguably the best in the league mm-hmm. they have a phenomenal defense they are they just fly all over like i watched the majority of that game today as ugly as it was and um <laughs> right they really. just they just fly around yeah we have thought that was like the game of the day yeah yep. yeah i picked the seahawks as my upset this week did you <laughs> yikes yeesh yeah um, but I, I, I'm, I'm done sleeping on the Ravens. Uh-huh. I'm done saying that they don't look, they don't look good or I'm not impressed. Right. Um, I just think that again, it's not what we're used to seeing with them. Right.
1: You don't have that one player from the Ravens that's putting up MVP type of like, that's the MVP front runner. Obviously Lamar Jackson is there, but he's not getting the rushing touchdowns that he used to. And obviously when you don't have, I guess those numbers that, that stand out, that pop out, obviously you think, oh, they have flaws or something. No, they're, they're just well balanced and they know how to spread the ball around and and effectively especially they started off slow offensively but they've picked it up ever since that lions game and when the lions lost to the ravens we 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 put came on here and said that was just one of those uh funky flunky type of um uh, losses that the lions have they'll they'll pick it back up and you just just throw it away this is two times in a row or two times in the season where we can say that. But it's against the same opponent. Correct. So maybe it's not one of those throwaway games. It's just the Ravens are that good. Yep. Um, so it, it definitely it's definitely a statement win now that they've done that twice to a division-leading uh, opponent. So, and it hasn't even been close. Right. It's, they've annihilated that. Not even competitive. Yeah. So, I mean, the only thing I, I guess I can say is they were both, both games were in Baltimore, right? Was it today it was yep. in Baltimore? Both games yep. were in Baltimore. So... <laughs> If anything, if if they end up with the one seed, watch out. Yeah, for, for well, and the they were form. saying
0: on the broadcast, like who is going to come into this stadium against this team in January mm-hmm. and score points against this defense? Right. Nobody. Probably Nobody. not. Probably um, not. And so I'm starting. To, you know, they were my Super Bowl pick at mm-hmm. the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. I'm really starting to feel good about that. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, so, I, those uh those are my stories for the week. Yep. What do you got? I agree. So with my, I, I'm starting off the Raiders. Uh, obviously okay. they
1: they fired
0: their yeah, uh, big week for the Raiders. You know, they
1: fired Josh McDaniels. They fired their GM offensive um, coordinator. Yeah. They cleaned house yep. basically they just benched Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so they're all in with the rebuild yep. or, or however you want to call it, because yeah. obviously they won. So it's not much of a rebuild if you're yeah. right. So, but the Raiders, Antonio Pierce had them ready to play. Um, so uh, to me, obviously it's, it's, it's a soft opponent with the Giants because they're reeling in, in all sorts of ways right yeah, now. Yeah, and they lost Daniel Jones today they too. They lost Daniel Jones, and honestly, is that even a loss at this point, or is that ah, that's addition a by question. subtraction? That's a great question. That's <laughs> so a great question. it's it's to me the Giants are in a state of madness right now. So this they might be the one team that is in more disarray than the Raiders were. Correct. To be honest with you, yeah. So Oakland had the perfect opponent to to make this move and come out and and. Make a statement win and put put their put their uh, foot in someone's jugular today, and they did. And they did. yeah So they sure did. So we'll we'll see how they come out next week. Obviously, they have a more formidable opponent with Jets on what Monday night, S- Sunday night, football. Sunday night, Sunday night football. So what's that
0: flag? Yeah, false start, I think, on the field goal.
1: Gotcha. But yeah, Raiders. Obviously, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs. They they have some weapons there. It's just depending if they can get the personnel in place. Um, but if they're going full-scale rebuild, and honestly, this is the way to do it. You, you get rid of the people that – obviously, you, you heard all the interviews coming into this week where it's just a breath of fresh air, <laughs> uh, no longer walking on eggshells, uh, according to Hunter Renfro. Yep. So it's just one of those things where the whole culture change is definitely a welcomed one there yep. in, in Vegas. Um, so to me, they're a top story. Uh, for sure. It's just going to be what they can carry uh, momentum wise into next year.
0: Yeah. And you know, somebody on Twitter said it perfectly watching the game today they said it seems like this team is playing with a breath of fresh air. Like mm-hmm. they just look completely different. You, right. think, you look at you would look at think about the team that you saw on Monday Night Football against the Lions that just looked just completely inept. No, like right. horrible. Right. Um, versus a team that again, you know, you got a factor in who they're playing. Mm-hmm. But the, the attitude um, just was was the urgent sense of urgency was just completely different mm-hmm. um aiden o'connell did not look bad today he did not look great he didn't light the world on fire but right um the big difference today at least for them was josh jacobs right um how productive he was
1: and honestly that's what they should have been doing since the beginning of the year just focus their offense on him it shouldn't Correct. have never been on garoppolo it should have ne- shouldn't be on o- o'connell and honestly i was playing uh josh jacobs in fantasy and i was like oh, they just had to fire their head coach this week oh, they're gonna they're gonna, reestablish the run because that's the sort of team that they needed to be from the beginning of the season but they they haven't done it
0: yep so um, and i I think and like when you think about the the prototype or the the personality of being like a raider player or coach like i feel like antonio pierce fits that perfectly absolutely he's i feel like he you know who knows what's going to happen after the season but at least right now he was the perfect guy to take that job
1: Mm mm-hmm I mean, coming from like a so he's he's a former linebacker for those yep. who don't know. Yep. So uh, played well, for the Giants, who play. he who they beat today. Yep, yep. Former Super Bowl champion, so he knows yep. how to win. Yep. So it, it's definitely a linebacker mentality to come in to to Vegas and and I guess assert your will into that team, yep. um, especially with a team that just I'm pretty sure they gave up on Josh talent a long time ago, and unfortunately for Vegas fans mark davis just didn't see it for the longest of times unfortunately but it's a hot mess there yeah yeah but antonio pierce he he seems like a a no-nonsense straight straight uh straight laced some type of i'm gonna give it to you straight to your face type of thing and i think that's what the raiders need type of thing so um, yeah for me the raiders yeah their turnaround
0: is it'll be curious to see what they look like the rest because here's the thing they're four and five man like they're not out of it right by there's any a, stretch hunt. they are yep. they could still make a run right is it likely probably not there's a lot of good teams a- ahead of them mm-hmm. but they are far from mathematically out of it normally when you have a conversation like we are right now about a coach mm-hmm. you're talking about like a one in ten team or a team that just has zero hope right they have they have life man it's only week nine
1: yep i mean they're gonna <laughs> obviously going into every week with Josh down i feel like they were, they were they were not the favorite they were going to yeah. be the underdog regards and maybe they will be the underdog but they're not the team that you go in they're expecting to stomp every every game now um so it, they're not going to be a pushover but do, no. do they have the the personnel that's that remains to be seen um obviously i think they have a better chance next year than they do this year but if they if they hire antonio pierce permanently to be the head coach permanently I, i'm all, i'm all for that yeah. especially from the results i saw today but obviously they're going to give it the rest of the year, so we'll see. But yep, yep, go Raiders. Um, and then my next story is the Bryce Young CJ Stroud thing. Uh, <laughs> uh, obviously CJ Stroud went out and absolutely balled again, 470 yards and five TDs uh, on my bench. On one lead <laughs> <laughs> had to throw that in. Um, Bryce Young did not have 470 yards of five he TDs. He did not. <laughs> I I can't. I I didn't even look up a stat line because I I. I don't even. Want he to... had
0: three. I, I unfortunately had that game on like the multi view. You saw it, and because it was only uh, there was only three games in the late goal. in the late slate, mm-hmm. um, and so you know he had three picks, oh. two of them were pick sixes, um, and Perfect. so I mean the Colts defense, uh, yeah, if you had them which, today, yeah, you did great,
1: right? Which um, got basically
0: annihilated last week against the Saints, right? So um, yeah. it's, he just doesn't. I mean, it, you know it's week nine whatever it's, it's a rookie year mm-hmm. but it's it's tough to sit there and say that when you look at what the guy behind you is doing
1: right it, and they'll always be compared uh, along with anthony anthony richardson but he's, he's on ir but at, at this point it's a cj shroud Bryce Young thing yeah it, it and might... it's no contest yeah it's, it's no contest yeah i, I want to apologize to cj shroud because last week i was like sam laporta can win the offense rookie offensive player of the year it's no done. no, no. It's going to be CJ Stroud. This confirms it. Freezing cold take, right? Freezing From from Jeff Garcia. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Is this this a new segment? What? Um, Yeah. But no, yeah. Bryce Young, uh, obviously you feel for the kid. And obviously you want him to show out and and prove why he was the number one overall pick. But the more CJ Stroud does, I feel like that's the more pressure that Bryce Young is going to feel. And you, you just hope he doesn't succumb to it. But as of right now, as a Saints fan... I think my lucky stars that the Panthers picked Bryce Young yeah, and not CJ Stroud one hundred percent. So that that's a bullet dungeon in my opinion. Yep. Um. So, but yeah, it's it's just one of those things where obviously we're going to see it for be those see those two players com- compare for years to come. But
0: as of right now, CJ Stroud is just another level yep. altogether. Yep. So yep. All right. I love it. So we're gonna do our overreactions for the week. Um. I'll let you go first with these. Okay. What do you got for me? All
1: right. So, I got my first overreaction is going to be the Giants will draft the QB with their first round pick this year. Right now they're slotted at number 4. And obviously they signed down Jones to their that four-year what 160 it's uh, 40
0: million a year. Yeah, so million, 160
1: yep. million. Bucks. Yep. And they will probably cut him as soon as they can,
0: yep, and they will draft
1: the quarterback with the number four overall pick or trade up to get one.
0: That is not even remotely an overreaction. Okay, um, I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Okay, I mean, uh, you know, good for him. He got his money. Mm-hmm. He, I feel like he just bamboozled the Giants. Oh, absolutely. Like, I, I feel like everybody and, and a lot of people said it. A lot of people outside of yep. the Giants said it everybody else knew don't it was pay the overtime. guy off yep. of one year yep and good for him like he got his money he set up for life mm-hmm. but yeah they uh hey. think they, they really really made the wrong choice absolutely
1: i, I mean <laughs> you, you have two ways to go about this if you're the giants you keep building around daniel jones or if you have an opportunity to to draft a qb which whether that's caleb williams or drake may or whoever else you want to pick up there Then you then you take a stab at that and see where that goes and then build around them instead of Daniel Jones. But at this point, I don't know if you just throw in the towel and you just say, "All right, we're we're refocusing," or if you if you start building around Daniel Jones again. Which I I feel like they already tried that this year with all the free agent signings and stuff like that. So this is just it's just adding insult to so injury at this point. So. Uh, that's that's just my my initial reaction with that whole thing just, they're just going to pivot elsewhere even though i think year one kicks in what next year or this yes. year one yep, yep. so <laughs> obviously you're you're transferring you're it's pivoting tough, before the contra- a, yeah.
0: contract even takes place it's a that's tough rough. thing man it's going to be it's going to be tough for them yep. um financially but i think you you can't and we've talked about this you you can't be so stubborn and so set in your ways that you just try and make it work Mm -hmm. because number one, that's how you lose your job and number, I mean, you're going to, that's how you set them back another what four or five years. Oh, absolutely. So they just need to cut the cord and, and start over. Yeah. I think that's, that's I agree with that. Pretty evident. Yeah, I
1: agree with that. It's just going (laughs) to be, obviously if I'm the giants, I'm going to put Daniel Jones back out there next year. Because he's going to take the hits. I, I, I'm paying you. I'm going to. I'm going to have you take the hits instead of my <laughs> rookie quarterback. I, I don't care. <laughs> like, like, you're going to get pummeled. Uh, yeah, okay? but you don't
0: exactly want your rookie quarterback learning behind him either.
1: Uh, you don't learn. I, I'm telling my rookie quarterback, don't listen to the word. Don't listen to, don't a, don't word. Don't listen don't, to a word that man him. says. He's listen just to out your, there to yep. take the beating. Yep. Listen to your coaches. Do not listen to Daniel Jones. Coaching 101 on Yep. Jeff exactly. So you, <laughs> anything Daniel Jones does, do the opposite yep. love of all. But yeah, that's where I would go if I'm the Giants. Okay, so and then I number agree. two, I got Todd Monkin is will be the first coach hired next year. So Ravens offense coordinator, I I feel like the Ravens are going going hot with their offense now. Um, I feel like Todd Monkin is putting himself in a position to be a head coach if he wants to go that way. Um, to be a head coach in the NFL.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that's an overreaction. Because here's what I predict is going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think Ron Rivera is going to get fired in Washington and Eric Bieniemy is going to just walk right in there. That's the plan. <laughs> that's, the, that's the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that he will be the first guy hired because he's already it, there. He's the, the head coach in waiting. Whether they want to announce that or not, um, I think that that's the plan. So right now, I'm going to say that's an overreaction. He will get fired plenty of opportunities I think mm-hmm. um for head coaches right um for head coaching jobs but I think that when you talk about like who who's hand picked I, I, I would be shocked if if if, if Eric Bandamy does not get the Washington job he <laughs> has to be the worst interviewer in in ever. Right. Ever. Right. Because I mean you can't have a more ready situation for you. Mm-hmm um love ron rivera think highly of him but i think he's done after this year short of going on some crazy run where they make the playoffs right um i think that i, I think he's done and i think the going to take over okay um so yep. that's my prediction
1: yeah it reminds me of oh, the same situation back when they had rob ryan at defensive coordinator and they brought dennis allen as the assistant yeah. defensive coordinator and it was just a thing where they just waited for rob ryan to basically put up a goose egg and yep. and Fired him and the and Ryan Brothers. Yep. <laughs> the Ryan Brothers. That's a blast from the past. Yep. Good old memories on that one. And then, yeah, Dennis Allen just came in and became the defensive coordinator there. Yep. So, um, obviously, there, there's precedent there with uh, with how that whole thing works. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I can see Biennium, uh coming in and supplant or, or taking over for
0: Rivera. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So, my first one Josh Jobs will be signed somewhere as a starting quarterback next year. Dobbs, Josh Dobbs, not not as the 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 scapegoat, not as the temporary fix like he was in Arizona. Not he will be the guy. He will be signed the as bridge. the guy somewhere next year. I'll to... even take it one step further. Okay, okay. Let me let me let me add on to this. Oh, the Vikings will decide to go with Josh Dobbs over <laughs> Kirk, over Kirk Cousins. That's the year. message
1: I sent earlier in the day. I know, you and Jake. <laughs> uh, like well, obviously, I said it's kind of sarcastically and jokingly, but I loved it. Huh. clearly <laughs> clearly <laughs> you're going all the way with this saying <laughs> it on air look at that yeah i mean and jake said it best he's cheaper yeah, yeah there's if you want to be frugal about it and but honestly it reminds me of the whole case kingdom thing um where yeah he comes in and he has a good year and obviously it, it breaks my heart because of the whole um
0: minnesota, minnesota miracle, miracle or minneapolis miracle yeah whatever you call it. call it
1: yeah whatever they have out there in
0: minnesota <laughs> Can you tell Jeff's a little bitter? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Whatever they have out there. Whatever they Minnesota. have. <laughs> the Great Lakes
1: and stuff like that. Unbelievable. But yeah, regardless, um, it's definitely going to be in the same realm as that whole signing. And I don't yeah. know if that's going to be the smart decision long term. No. But uh, obviously, Kirk Cousins is a lot more proven. Um, he's, uh, I wanted to say, more talented run wise athletically because obviously Dobbs can
0: run. Yeah. He ran um, all over today.
1: Yep, yep. That, that's kind of where he made his money right there yep. today where he was escaping the pocket and, and ran for the first downs on consistently. Um, but Kirk cousins definitely has more talented arm arm wise. So, um, obviously if you think you can manage with Dobbs and invest the money elsewhere, if you're Minnesota, maybe you take a stab and go in that route and maybe draft a quarterback just to develop them and, make Dobbs a two three year type of type of a commitment there and develop somebody else behind them but whether that's going to get you to a super bowl i i have my doubts I, in terms of what you're saying with the vikings i don't see it as an overreaction at all because i i they have a passive doing that with case team as yep. i mentioned it's just yep. whether that's a smart
0: route i i don't I don't see that as being the smarter play. Uh, yeah, and and I was I was half joking when I said specifically over Kirk Cousins. Oh, okay. I think I think he could get a starting yeah. job somewhere. Right, I turns- I don't think that's an overreaction at all. No. I think I think the Vikings cuz you know, it's very very evident or it's become evident this week how much Kirk Cousins is loved on that team. Everybody came out with warm ups with a Kirk Cousins shirt today, like paying tribute to him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody was super emotional last week when he got hurt. So I think that Kirk Cousins, like, that is his team. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be an overreaction to say that they, they choose Josh Dobbs over him. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as Dobbs getting a starting job, I don't think that's far fetched at all.
1: Getting a starting job, no. Whether uh, a team fully commits to him being the bridge stone of your franchise, I. I have a hard time seeing that. Yeah. Especially especially being the journeyman
0: that he he has been. Yeah. Um to this point in his career. So far, all the dude all the dude has done is put up numbers and looked and looked decent.
1: He joins the whole conversation with Gardner Minshew and then Taylor Heineke. Heineke. Uh, These guys that finally got the start
0: today, by the way. Yep. They lost, by the way. So all right. (laughs) That's enough of that. (laughs) You shut
1: your mouth. (laughs) Moving on. I'll let it. I'll drop it. But yeah, it, I mean, there's capable backups up there. It, it, and then you have Daniel Jones, who you who a franchise paid four years, 160 mil to. Yeah. And it, anything's
0: possible. Kevin Barnett, Anything's
1: possible. Anything is. That's right. And it's crazy to me how you have capable quarterbacks out there that you don't give a chance to because they're not the hot young commodity yeah. that that you want them to be. Yeah. But. Jobs is I think
0: Dobbs deserves a starting gig somewhere in the NFL. Well, where he yeah. gets it, I just don't know. All right, so my second one, this one's I really like. This one's a little spicy. It's spicy, but huh? Every team in the AFC North will make the playoffs. Ooh, ooh. So obviously one division winner, and then the other three teams all take up the wild card ooh. spots. Ooh. So 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 I'll, I'll kind of give you your options, right? So the Ravens look like they're pretty much locked in at the division at seven and two right mm-hmm. steelers and browns are both five and three right Bengals are four and three they're playing right now um other teams to consider that are are either in playoffs right now or within one game you got the bill you got the whole afc east basically so bills jets dolphins and then you got teams like houston indianapolis and the chargers right oh what a oh, oh, I dropped a it okay
1: See, so those are your options. See, that's <laughs> the thing. I, I, I'll say it's an overreaction just because they they all have to play each other. Yeah, <laughs> and they all have to give each other yeah. a loss or a win or whatever. Whether they split, that's yep. it's it, that's even better for the other a, uh, AFC teams. To be honest with you, obviously you have well, Houston, I think at four and four. Yep,
0: um, Indy is in the mix. Chargers have a losing record right now, but they're they're the team that could I really right. feel like could surprise everybody and come out of nowhere. Right, they're capable
1: of making the playoffs yeah. like they did last year. It's and obviously with the AFC South, I feel like that's an easier division. If if like say Houston gets on all little roll, I think they can easily be uh, second place there. Maybe if Jags stumble a little bit, maybe even take the division crown there. Who knows? Yep. But at the same time, having all four teams go, get in there is a really Tough task, yeah. Especially when all team, all of those teams are just really, really good against each other, and, and you can never expect a sweep against
0: the other teams, yep. type of thing. So, I'll, I'll, I'll say it's an overreaction for okay. now. I think this is the most realistic shot that we've had in a long time for mm-hmm. an entire division. I can't remember the last time where we, we've said an entire division realistically could make the playoffs, right? And I mean, every team has a winning record right now, and every team. I don't really feel like you can say that they're fluky, right? Mm-hmm. We've talked about the Steelers kind of not looking impressive, but you, you know, like I told Wins you, win. when I told you before the show, oh. like it, it kind of falls in line with the Ravens. Like I'm done not being impressed with the way they went. Mm-hmm. They're winning. Right. Right. They're beating teams. They're five and three. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I don't think it'll happen either, but I think that this is by far the best chance that we've had that we've seen in a while.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it just go. It's the pedigree of the AFC North, where it's such a consistent. Oh, another touchdown for the Bengals,
0: twenty-one-seven um, Bengals. 20 over... Twenty to seven. Well, okay, extra, extra point, extra point pending. Yeah, okay, <laughs> twenty to seven right now. Minute thirty-seven left in the second quarter. Um, so it's it's the Bengals are just in complete control of this game right now.
1: Right. Yeah, but obviously, AFC North is hard-nosed football, and obviously, the rest of the football world knows it. And I feel like there's a little fear intimidation type of thing that happens when you play a team like that especially in their in their plays yep. i feel like we've seen that with the baltimore ravens hosting um nfc opponents yep. over there um
0: but, you know lamar jackson's like 18 and one against the nfc yeah
1: it's, it, like it's
0: a, that's a stupid it's, stat it's ridiculous yeah
1: yeah he's i don't even know who that one loss is now
0: it's 21 to 7 jeff oh, perfect thank you
1: <laughs> but yeah yeah, yeah. All right. Question. Good. I like that one, right? Yeah. I like that one.
0: All right. So we're going to do something different this week. Instead of doing our, you know, one through five power rankings, like we do every week, Mm -hmm. we, so, so basically half the season's over, right? Obviously it's a 17 game season, but everybody has played Obviously after tonight and tomorrow, everybody has played at least eight games. Right. Counting the bye, Right. Um, so we are going to do our basically re rankings, right? So if you've watched, if you stuck with us from the beginning, um, our last show prior to, prior to week one, we gave all of our rankings for each conference, one through seven, um, you Playoff know, the four season. division winners, the, the three wild card spots, and then who Let's, was going to win, uh, you know, the Super, who's going to be in the Super Bowl, and who we thought was going to win it. Right. So half the season's over, we can kind of throw our original rankings aside, although that's what we're sticking with. Yeah, right? you this got. Is more you just gotta for go fun. It, this yeah. is more of you know what we're seeing through half the season. Right. Here's what we think, and we'll kind of we'll kind of just go from there right so i'll let you kick it off
1: okay so i'll 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 start off my original ones for those who don't remember so i had the eagles at one saints two seahawks three lions four 49ers at five dallas at six and then the giants at seven yeah so oof yeah the giants at seven that that's that's a regret on that one but in my new one eagles stay at one um i got the lions moving up from four to two so I think they're just going to run away with that NFC North anyway. Um, I actually have the Saints only moving down as number three. And this is surprising to me because obviously they've been struggling offensively, but I feel like they've hit a new little mojo there in the red zone, which is number one spot they've been struggling in. Yep. So past two weeks, they've been at least decent and, and respectable in that regard. Um, the only reason I don't have the NFC West ahead of the Saints right now is because I don't know who to pick on that with with the Niners and the Seahawks and I feel like they're very on and off Mm. right now especially with Brock Purdy's struggles recently and then the Seahawks getting trounced in Baltimore and the Saints just have an easier schedule and I feel like they'll rack up more wins uh, by default than the Seahawks and 49ers will just because if they got to play each other and stuff and whatnot yep so I got the Seahawks still winning their division I still have them winning the division there. I, I, I'm not going to jump ship now. Um, but I have them at four, and then I have the 49ers staying at five, Cowboys remaining at six, and I got the Vikings sneaking in at seven. So right now, I think it's 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 a race between the Vikings and the commanders, and the commanders is like a game behind yep. the Vikings. Yep. So, But like you said, I, I'm not... Much tougher I'm
0: not, division for the commanders.
1: Yep, yep. I'm not convinced the commanders can over overpower the Eagles and the... And the cowboys um there in the nfc east to overtake the vikings for that seven scene okay so that's how i have the nfc playing playing out for the remainder of this year okay then over at the afc side i had the chiefs at one jags two so that th- those remain the same um in my new ones so at three i had the bills but this and the whole new thing i have the ravens now and then number four i had the browns previously now i had the dolphins previously i didn't even had the dolphins yep. make it the playoffs yeah i know i hadn't i, I mean like i said I, I was teetering with the dolphins and i was never convinced i thought I was, we were gonna have like the whole second half collapse that yep. they had last year but i think they'll sneak away with the division uh, even if it's just by a game or so
0: so you did end up picking the dolphins for the division yeah okay yeah they're at yeah, four right I'm now on board with that too yeah
1: so i had the ravens winning the afc north and the Browns being a wild card spot now at number five. Um, the Bengals are now at number six and then the bills are at number seven. So I have the jets okay. kind of missing it by maybe a game behind the bills. It's obviously the AFC East in its entirety Yeah, kind of has a rough schedule. All of them going, going towards the back end of the season. But in terms of talent wise, I feel like the bills have them a little bit more offensively. Yep. Um, but that's where I have the AFC and okay. the NFC Super Bowl prediction. did that change? Uh, yes, so I got the Eagles still in the NFC representing there, okay um, but this time instead of the bills beating the Eagles, I got the Ravens beating the Eagles. okay, so that's where I'm going with that. I feel like the Eagles are still the the class of the NFC yep, but I think the Ravens have kind of shown me that they're
0: they're not a team to to mess around with, okay All right, so for me, Mm-hmm. um the nfc i had niners one eagles two saints three vikings winning the division um so they dropped out right. um, and then my wild card teams were the seahawks i also had the giants um and then the lions nice. so my a lot of it stayed the same but my 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 seedings definitely changed mm-hmm. so i have the eagles at one I still have the Niners at two. I'm still a believer that they're going to figure it out. Okay. Um, the Lions, so they jumped up out of the wild card spot. They're now, you know, obviously they're going to win their division. Have them as the three seed. Okay. I have the Saints as the four seed. I still think that they're going to handle that division. Mm-hmm. Um, Cowboys five, Seahawks at six, and then the Vikings squeaking in at seven. Okay, so so similar to you, right? Yep. yep. Um, so for the AFC, I had the, where am I looking here? I had the Chiefs, mm-hmm. Ravens at two. Bills at three, Jags at four, Bengals, five, Jets, six, Dolphins, seven. Okay. So I have a couple, uh, well, at least one big thing for the AFC. So the Ravens jumped up into my top seed, um, number one, Chiefs, two, Jags, three, Dolphins, four.
1: Okay.
0: Um, I believe that Cincy is going to continue the hot streak they're on. They're going to be the five seed. Right. Um, I'm buying the Steelers. I think they're going to be a six seed. Okay. Okay. And my last wild card spot, number seven. Let me guess, the Jets. I got the Jets. <laughs> so, so you know, here's why everybody's going to think, okay, he's just a Jet fan, he's a home, what whatever, over, blah blah blah. Babe. But like, all kidding aside, like, let me read to you. And we talked about this before the show. And this is this is single handedly why I made this decision. Mm-hmm. Let me read to you the Bills' remaining schedule. Okay. Keep in mind, the Jets—they're tough schedule. The tough part of schedule is pretty much done. Uh huh. Um, the so they got the Bengals tonight obviously the, they're they're currently losing um they got the broncos next week then they got the jets eagles chiefs cowboys chargers patriots dolphins you kidding me that's like easy peasy how many games is that it. one two three four five six seven eight i feel like four and four is like is good there <laughs> like like literally 500 between right. the last eight games would be good and that would put them at what that would so they're five and three right now right. so let's call let's for the sake of this conversation let's call tonight a, a, a loss mm-hmm. right so they're five and four okay if they go four and four that's nine and eight oof, oof. that's that's it's te- that's teetering yep. on that last spot well, right
1: that's, that's hoping for a tiebreaker of on that one. so that's
0: why i did that I, yeah. I just because of their schedule um i i think that and, and again, when you when you compare the Jets and the and the Bills, the Jets have already played the Cowboys. They've already played the the Chiefs, the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, they've already played the Bills once, um, you know, their toughest remaining games. They have the Bills. They have two against the Dolphins. And then they have the Browns. Right. Um, that's really it. Um, so I have the, the Jets squeaking in at number seven. Um, and so oh, as, well,
1: now Aaron Rodgers is coming back too. I heard. that's a whole other. That's a whole <laughs>
0: other. Con- don't even get me started on that, Jeff. Don't even get me, don't make, don't get I open me excited. A can of worms, I'm so sorry. Don't get me excited, Jeffrey. <laughs> um. Yes, it, you know, 1228 guys. 1228. Anybody mm-hmm. who didn't see his his Instagram post this week, he posted basically a, like a clock, a watch, and he circled the 12 and he circled the 28. Mm-hmm. And the caption was something to the effect of, you know, j- uh, just a little more time or need a little more time or whatever. And so mm-hmm. for those who ha- don't know the jet schedule like I do, mm-hmm. um, 1228 is their thursday night game uh in cleveland yeah that's the second to last week of the season
1: Had such a weird everybody
0: was speculating prior to that that he would come back the week before against washington Uh uh-huh um see it's one of those things where it's such a weird day to pinpoint because it's a thursday night game i know what like i know
1: it's so close to the sunday where where maybe
0: because maybe because he's like that type of guy and it's because it's prime time
1: could be storylines
0: you know um, okay. so, so that's, that's the big thing for me in the, in the AFC is I, I have the bills falling out just because of their schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have the jets weakening. in and I, you know, we kind of talked about it at the beginning. I have three out of the four AFC North teams making it. I don't trust the Browns quarterback situation. I was
1: about to say, you don't have the Browns in there. Do you? I don't
0: trust Deshaun Watson uh-huh. to play a whole season and it, and I dang sure don't trust PJ Walker to be leading them to the playoffs. I know they have a phenomenal defense, right? But they, they need some consistent quarterback play and right now they just haven't gotten it
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, so that's why i have the browns falling out
1: can you repeat your your wild card teams for the afc for me
0: cincinnati uh-huh the steelers okay the jets okay perfect that's what i thought you said yeah terrible yep terrible <laughs> so my original my original super bowl prediction was ravens over the 49ers right Um, still sticking with the ravens still think they're going to win it over the eagles
1: we're we're on board with yep. with the Ravens and the Eagles. Then. Yep. So, but
0: um, but again, this is just for fun. These don't count. Um, our in season our preseason predictions are what we're going to compare at the beginning at the end of the year, right? Um, but this is you know we've had a good sample size now, and these are more educated correct, picks. Correct. rather than yeah, our now that we have something to go off of, right? Um, what we think is going to shake out the rest of these rest of the season.
1: Yeah, come on, Giants, pull in, pull, yeah, out, on. pull it out from come here. Come
0: on, Giants, what the freak? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so switching over to our fantasy football part of the show, we're going to do our studs and our duds. Um, I got the studs this week, so I will kick it off. Perfect. Um, number one, we already talked about CJ Stroud. Oh, my 40, boy. 41.8 points on Jeff's bench. Oh, perfect. Five- Five touchdowns, 470 yards, um, had a phenomenal game, lit it up.
1: My bench needed some scoring.
0: Yep. (laughs) Um, Dak Prescott, 28.3 points. He had 374 yards and three touchdowns. So great game for Dak, even though they didn't win. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, Running backs, Rashad White from Tampa Bay. That's I had him. Um, On your bench? No, no. (laughs) I don't
1: have enough running backs in that league to to keep him (laughs) on my
0: bench, to be honest. Um, 27.9 points. He had two touchdowns, 73 yards. He had a couple catches as well. Um a rare New England running back in the stud category. Don't tell me Romondre Stevenson. Stevenson, 22.9 oh, no. points. He had 87 yards and a touchdown. He also had four catches for over 40 yards.
1: Look at that. Yep. This does not mean you play him next week, please. <laughs> don't
0: don't don't play him. Don't don't do don't it. play him. You're yeah. leading our viewers astray, Nick. Yeah, don't play him. <laughs> don't play him. Um wide receivers tanked out on my bench. <laughs> 29.6 20, points he had 114 yards two touchdowns including the game winner um what do we know that's annoying to me that's annoying to you whatever uh cd lamb 28.1 points he had 191 yards uh and 11 catches mm. so great great game for cd even though there's no tuds there no touchdowns uh tight end dalton schultz 27 points he had 130 yards and a touchdown mm-hmm. um and then cole Komet, who kind of has been a ghost this year um really showed up today finally and he had 23 and a half points two touchdowns 55 yards um and then for... yeah, i watched that game did you yeah yeah well yeah, it was yeah. a saints game right yeah it was a saints yeah. and
1: bears game uh, it's just one of those things where cole Komet kind of i guess take took a step down because justin fields injury yep so he had to get a whole new repertoire with
0: Beijing, so Yep. just took time and um defenses. Colts defense 27 points. We already talked about it again, you know, when we talked about um what's his name from Carolina? Bryce Young. Thank you. Bryce yep. Young. <laughs> um, he had two pick sixes. So they so overall they had three interceptions, two defensive touchdowns, and four sacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they handled that game very easily. That's and then the Browns brand. really handled um Arizona. They shut him out. I think it was thirty to nothing. Um, so you get five points for that fun fact in fantasy football do you really and You get five points for holding a team scoreless I did yep. not know that Um, so there's five points there and then they had two interceptions fumble recovery and then seven sacks Ooh. so those that rounds out the studs this week perfect
1: all right so a QB I hope you're not playing Geno Smith at this point of the season yeah but- Obviously, and you, that was one of your
0: one of your things in the in the yeah, avoid season.
1: Yeah, avoid them. Yeah, because this this is not good team,
0: not good fantasy quarterback. Exactly. And so this is one you of those were things— spot yeah. on with that. yep Thank you.
1: Look at that. What do I know? Yeah. What so, do I know? <laughs> so this is one of those things where obviously you you're probably looking for a quarterback because 49ers were on by, Broncos were on by, Jags were on by, and Lions were on by. Those are pr- four uh, productive fantasy quarterbacks in Purdy, Wilson. Uh, Trevor Lawrence and Jared Goff. Yep. So, obviously, if you're looking for, for someone to replace him, Geno Smith might have been an option. So, if you rolled with him, I'm sorry. He did not perform for you. He only had a 157 yards. He had yep. one night, one interception and one fumble loss. Yep. So, didn't do too much. And then Will Levis, obviously, probably some people had high expectations for him coming off a four touchdown uh, game last week. But as I told you before the show, as soon as I saw the post that he got back together with his ex girlfriend, I was like, oh, this head's not in the game. <laughs> that's it yeah <laughs> he's, he's not he's not studying the playbook nope. <laughs> he, he's, nope. he's 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 w rizzing up uh his ex-girlfriend yep. so oh well it, it is what it is well let us so going to the running backs i got kenneth walker I, I can't even pronounce that man's name anymore because i'm so upset <laughs> at that at that <laughs> man
0: um thank is, you for taking him off my hands yeah Jess. this is what two weeks three. Three? three weeks in a row that he's <laughs> he's basically been a dud since since i traded him to you yeah i feel like i probably wanted to forget a week or something probably this week that I wanted to forget
1: nine attempts 16 yards one reception for a singular yard okay a singular yard (laughs) who does that (laughs) but Kenneth Walker yeah um I hope I don't see him in this list again but I I feel like I will Zach Moss um he's like a top five running back coming into uh fantasy this week
0: but I obviously with the jungle Jonathan Taylor revving it up every yeah, that, week. that situation I've, i do not want to be like i i do not envy those owners that have do not one of them mm-hmm. like in deciding like um, am i going to start them this week like is he going to perform or is it going to be the other guy right golly that's like the worst situation to be in
1: yeah a running back by community just is. It, it's not a good thing for fantasy football uh, players obviously it's good for the actual franchises because yeah. you ride the hot hand and it works for your uh your whole uh, offensive scheme. But for us, it's it puts us in a rough place, but he had seven attempts or 26 yards. That's it. No, no targets, no receptions, not a, not a, on the passing front, Uh wide receiver, Josh Downs. He had one reception for 10 yards. He can't, he had like a five game stretch of really producing, um, kind of being a Minshew's, Go to guy outside of Michael Pittman Jr. I think he injured his knee today. Did he get I'm injured? sure. Okay, well, my bad, Josh Downs, but yep. still, you should have stayed in the game, man. <laughs> You're a dud. <laughs> You're a dud. You're a dud because you got injured. Exactly. So, um, going on, it A Flowers, one reception for 11 yards. Did he get injured too? Not I, that I'm aware of. I kind of hope so because he's on my team and I played him at my flex position. So <laughs> now he has no excuse. Odell scored today. Did you have him? No. No.
0: <laughs> no.
1: no. And then DK Metcalf, he had a singular uh, reception for 50 yards. Yep. So, obviously, like I said, if you're not picking Geno Susie because it's not a passing game, uh, offensive scheme over there, DK
0: Metcalf was kind of... Um... Or the, what I'm noticing from your duds is just don't start anybody against Baltimore's defense. Oh, yeah. Because no, that, you think, who, who's on your duds? Gino, Kenneth Walker, mm-hmm. and Metcalf. DK Metcalf. All, against, all, all, all against Baltimore.
1: Yep, yep. So, if you're playing Baltimore next week, <laughs> look elsewhere, probably. Bench him. Yep, bench him. And then tight end Travis Kelsey, three set, three receptions for fourteen yards. Yeah, apparently they were doubling him.
0: Yeah, I didn't watch that game, but i I was told that they literally doubled him like the entire game. That's
1: the way you shut him down. I was. I, I'm not sure how much. I guess the the time zone and the whole moving to Germany affected the Dolphins' offense. Where because I feel like defensively they kind of they did what they should have done, which is shut down Travis Kelsey and let the other players beat you. Yep. Um, and I, I feel like that's probably going to be the Chiefs' weakness going into the playoffs. Is if they shut down Kelsey, I'm not sure if the other players are going to step up accordingly. Yeah. Um, so Miami, I, I feel like they had the right game plan. It's just about executing offensively. But Travis Kelsey threw three receptions, 14 yards. Honestly, this puts me on worry alert. If you're if you're a Travis Kelsey owner, I'm just trying to make you nervous. Yeah, thank you. you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> but yeah, if, this can easily be explained. Oh yeah? Okay. Yes. Let's see. Taylor Swift was Taylor not there. Swift. She was not there today. And Lucky Charms. that's what happens. That's what so, happens. So um, Taylor. Taylor. Gonna need you to cancel your world tour. And I'm gonna need you to follow him around.
1: A KC tour?
0: Yep. Let's do it. Yep. All
1: right. And then at defense, we got the Seahawks. So obviously another yeah. against Baltimore. Yep. Offensive, defensively, Baltimore is just showing out and, and putting fantasy play, uh, owners in, in their place if you're playing against them. So play against Baltimore at your own risk. Yeah, at this point. don't. So 37 points allowed, two fumble recoveries in one sack. But 37 points allowed really knocks
0: you down. Yep. I think they like negative four points or something. But that does it for the duds. Okay. All right. So we are going to round it out with our picks. Um, next week's pick. So um, last week, uh, I, my rankings are outstanding. So I was I'm zero one so far. Mm. I picked um, oh I picked the Seahawks over the Ravens as <laughs> my upset. So at your own uh, risk, at my own risk, yeah, your own so, risk. so bad call there. Um, <laughs> so that was my upset, and then my lock. I have the Bengals over the Bills, which is obviously still going right. Um, so I was uh, currently zero one for the week and nine and eight overall. Uh, you were one and one last week. Your 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 lock was the Browns over the Cardinals, which obviously was a great pick. They were third. They won 30 to zero. Right. Um, but your upset was the Titans over the Steelers. And Will Levis one play away was busy with his girlfriend and didn't study the playbook. Um. So <laughs> he did study the play. <laughs> I mean, he went a free slinging. Who, who knows? Oh, um, so Will you Levis. were one and one last week and your record is 11 and seven. So, um, obviously, like I said, be- I have one more game still to, still to finish here. Right. Um, if this game finishes the way that it looks right now, I'll go to 10 and 8, and you'll, be, you'll have me, me buy a game. Right. Um, all right. So, I'll go first because I don't have yours written down. Okay. Um, my lock next week is the Cowboys over the Giants. Um, Daniel Jones looks like he tore his ACL. Um, Tommy DeVito, who is their backup. They had Tyrod, but they placed him on IR last week. And so far, um, Tommy DeVito does not look like the guy. Does not look like he can handle sustaining drives, making good plays. Um, so I, I think that I, I think that could be a, a like a, a, a blowout, hideous, hideous, ugly game. If your um, if your
1: initials are TD, Tommy DeVito, you better score some TDs yeah, next week. He's, he's not going uh,
0: to show out for me, my man. Um, and then my upset is the Vikings over the Saints. Saints are favored by two and a half. Um, this <laughs> cut is the show. Not, <laughs> cut this, the show. Yeah, we, I didn't tell Jeff this, guy, <laughs> so he's a little caught off guard. Um, but. Um, I'm, I'm high on the Vikings right now. They've won four in a row. Um, they won today with a guy who they picked up three days ago. I think he had like one, uh, like one practice rep.
1: I (laughs) read something
0: and I, and I quickly read it, but they said that Kevin O'Connell was essentially dumbing down the plays that he was reading to him Mm -hmm. in the headset, like in the huddle in the moment and like telling him like, which like directions and like what to look for. And like, instead of just reading the play, like giving it to him, he was, he had to, He said he's never seen anybody uh, pick up that amount of knowledge in the moment like that ever, which which is just crazy that they had to do that because the the guy guy don't know the playbook. Right. So
1: to me, that's really impressive because even someone like super tells me, oh, this guy's going on a go, this guy's on a hitch, this guy's excuse me.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, and you, you hear you hear guys do it for fun all the time, like they'll read you one of their plays from their playbook and it literally takes like 30 seconds to say the whole thing. Right. And so for for you to learn that in like three or four days or or at least learn enough to be able to to perform the way he did today. Mm-hmm. Super impressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm high on the Vikings. I'm high on Josh Dobbs. And so I think that they I like them at home um, against against the Saints.
1: Oh, well, you got to remember, Josh Dobbs is coming from a one in a team that he was leading. So
0: it was not because of him.
1: <laughs> well, he was a part of it. No, <laughs> no, right. Let me let me. It's going to be me, another Minneapolis miracle here. next week. <laughs> oh, oh. part
0: part two
1: oh, <laughs> all right let me just get my picks in so I can go all right. and
0: cry. who's your lock
1: so my lock is the Steelers over the Packers Steel, interesting okay no yep. I, I do not have faith in the Packers at all I don't have faith in the Steelers at all either but it's one of those things where I feel like Steelers are proving to win ugly and yep. Packers are losing yep ugly where is that game do you know I I do not know okay. I, I'd have to look okay but and then my upset, I got the Jags over the 49ers. So 49ers are two and a half point favorites in that game. So
0: Jags over 49ers. You said uh, two and a half? Yep. Let me look up where they are two and playing a half. next week. So I got the...
1: They're in Jacksonville for that game. Okay. And then they're in Pittsburgh for that game. Okay. So,
0: yep. So, so I'm I like the home both pairs. of those picks. Oh, thank you. guys. Yeah. Those are interesting. Yeah, uh, I'll be curious to, to see game. what the Niners look like coming off of, of a buy and coming off of two straight losses. Um, they're going to get a little healthy because allegedly Devo Samuel is coming back next week. I not think coming off three straight
1: losses right there coming off three.
0: Yes, three straight losses. Excuse nice. me. Three because they had the Browns, the Vikings, and then the Bengals. Yep. yep. Okay. So three straight losses. Hold so right. we'll see what they look like. Um, well, the so Jags are flying high right now. The Jags are flying high. Also coming off of a buy. Right. Yep. So we'll see. All right. I had fun. I feel like that was a good shake up to do it this week. Yeah. Um, that's our show. So um, announcement for next week, we will not be having a show. Um, I will actually be in Vegas with my dad going to the Jets and Raiders game. Uh, Selfish. So I'm pumped about that. Think was, about me. I know. I know. I, dude, don't even start with me. <laughs> don't even. I, I wanted this guy to go so bad. I was begging him for weeks to go, to, to go with us. Months, actually. Months. And he's just lame. Yeah, i'm just lame so don't even don't it's even nobody feel sorry for him he no no don't even start with me
1: oh nice.
0: um anyways so i'm pumped about that me and my dad got some pretty good seats nice. um we're gonna get there on saturday make a weekend of it and then obviously go to the sunday night game jets and jets and raiders so i'll take a bunch of pictures and a bunch of maybe some videos and we'll post it to the to the to the our socials for the for the show that can't be good um yeah <laughs> um but having having well, said that yeah it. I, I, I i it's gonna be a blast um, so no show next week so we will be back in two weeks mm-hmm. and uh what do they say back and better than ever yeah something, back, like, that. Yeah, something like that something like that. we'll <laughs> see um but we apologize for not having a show next week and we'll we'll hope to make up for it uh, right. later down the line but um hope you guys enjoyed hope you have a good week and we will catch you in two weeks goodbye peace Thanks for listening to what did they know podcast. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media outlets to see future episode details. And don't forget to send in any questions or topics that you want to see the guys discuss in their weekly episodes to come.